You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Aliens on the brink of extinction set their sights on the natural resources of Earth. Are you ready for the tale of War of the Aliens? Wait, no, scratch that. Uh, take two. Are you ready for the tale of Alien Encounter? Sorry, eh, hang on, take three. Are you ready for the tale of Starship Invasions? I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for October 14th. And today we look back at a movie that definitely should not be confused with other wildly popular copyrighted science fiction stories. That's how we arrive at Starship Invasion. Return with us now to those thrilling days of the late 1970s when science fiction movies were all the rage, independent movies could afford big names, and drive-in theaters still existed as a platform to show an audience something. Anything, really. They weren't being too discerning. In this world exists a young filmmaker named Ed Hunt, a director who cut his teeth on nudie exploitation flicks in the late 60s, but had his mind on something bigger. He switched over to science fiction as a genre for storytelling, and, after moving from Los Angeles to Toronto, crafted a low-budget alien invasion story that threw just about everything at the screen. UFOs, alien abductions, underwater pyramids, ambitious space battles, silly headgear, and lots of skin. That was just Ed staying true to his origins. His vision was bankrolled by Hal Roach Studios, which had a distribution deal with Warner Brothers. Yes, you heard that right. The same production company that was legendary in the earliest days of moving pictures. Though, by the 1970s, the company had been sold to, you guessed it, a Canadian firm. They took on the rights to Laurel and Hardy, but also managed to crank out a few original shows, some of them of more artistic merit than others. Bringing Ed's vision to life meant multiple flying saucers models, a dizzying collection of mod alien set pieces, skimpy costumes for the female aliens, and a little more gore than maybe we were expecting. Add to the mix the star power of both Robert Vaughn and Christopher Lee, and you've got Starship Invasions. Now, should you decide to recreate a late 70s drive-in experience for yourself, just what are you getting into? We'll dig deeper after the break. The plot of Starship Invasions is, well, it stumbles all over itself. In short, the aliens led by Christopher Lee's Captain Ramses are intent on resettling Earth as their homeworld before their own sun goes supernova. At the same time, there is another group of benevolent aliens living at the bottom of one of Earth's oceans, who must be dealt with. Enter into the scene Robert Vaughn, playing an earnest, if bored, UFO expert. Then there's the numerous innocent victims who are subjected to a kind of alien mind control ray, causing them to commit suicide. Yeah, for such a cheesy movie, here's a real dark streak running throughout. Adding to the overall sense of incoherence is the fact that new characters get dropped in and dispatched rather quickly, and the rather bizarre choice to make all the aliens telepathic. Yes, rather than emotive dialogue, the alien scenes are played with long shots of the likes of Christopher Lee staring blankly while his telepathic thoughts play his voiceover. This doesn't do anything to improve the overall slow pacing, which includes close-up shots of pointing at circuit boards and intently poking the buttons on a calculator. Even if they hadn't been forced to change the movie's name twice, there was little chance this would ever be mistaken for Star Wars or Close Encounters. But is there something positive that can be said for Starship Invasions? Is it truly one of the worst movies ever made, or is it the Citizen Kane of Canadian UFO exploitation movies? 
That's a question that the audience can answer only for themselves. But as director Ed Hunt said, I deplore what I call corporate movies. Movies that could be written by any one of 50 writers and directed by any one of 30 directors. Usually with comic book superheroes. So if Starship Invasions falls short of achieving greatness, it certainly attains what Ed set out to do. To entertain us with an honestly homegrown B-movie. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for October 14th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.